Hey, Domestic Don, Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again. I just got out of a Dr. Teal's uh, Epsom salt hemp-infused bath. It's 11 o'clock in the morning and I took a bath. You know why? Because my back is out. My lower back has a strain, a pull, something. Uh, about a week ago, I was deadlifting at the gym and I felt a little crank. And then I, I continued my workout for the next two hours, which is stupid. I uh, took a day off, went back to the gym, went back to the gym again, back-to-back -back days. Took a day off that I didn't want to, to go down to fucking Oakland, the pit of the Bay Area. Uh, the, whole, the whole Bay Area in general is a fucking shit show. It's a clown world. It's a horrible area now. Uh, maybe it once was the pearl of the West Coast, uh, but now it's just depleted. It's, 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 it's gross. It's this disgusting place to go. Um, but I had to go down there for a, a monster mouth, uh, 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 assessment of my fucking, uh, my Cro-Magnon, uh, skull that needs to get, uh, uh, some surgery on it with my metal mouth eventually in about six months or so. But anyways, uh, and then I went back to the gym yesterday and my back was starting to hurt a little bit the first 10, 20, 30 minutes of, of weights. And then it just really started seizing up. But again, I pushed through. I was the Jewish Viking yet again for a couple more hours. And then later on in the evening, I'm like, oh, so it hurts. All right. So I took a Dr. Teal's Epsom salt hemp infused bath at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Friday, January 12th. You know why? Because I'm old. I'm starting to feel it now in my bones. I'm aching. Uh, uh, my, my, my wife got me a manscape for Christmas. Do you guys know, know what a manscape is? There's a lot of podcasters out there who have, uh, uh, what's the, what's the word, uh, are, uh, uh, generated. No, uh, uh, they have some sort of deal with them. What's it called? Promotions. I don't know what the, what, what, uh, they give them money. They, they, they promote shit on their fucking podcast. I can't think of the word. Whatever, something I don't have. Sponsors. I don't have any sponsors. All right. But Manscaped, I, you know, I heard about it. I heard it was good to shave your balls. Uh, I think they have a beard trimmer. I thought it was an all-in-one inclusive thing. But I guess my wife got me some sort of lawnmower 2.0, 4.0. I don't know what it's called. Uh, but it's for, it's for my balls. All right, and, and if you've ever shaved your balls before with a regular like wall beard trimmer, it's not the best. It's not the closest shave. You get nicks and cuts and burns on your sack. But, you know, the Manscaped was supposedly uh, uh, nick-free. That's bullshit. It's a good product. I'm not going to say – I'm not going to knock it here. It's a good product. But I was shaving my fucking Lander's long balls, and I don't think I've ever shaved those nether regions before. You know, the taint has a strip of hair on there for whatever reason. I don't know what the purpose of that biologically is. Why do we have hair between our asshole and our balls? Do women have it between their puss and their 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 asshole? I don't know. I, I try not to go in that region very often. Uh, um, uh, at least get a, a nice uh, close – like a fucking uh, Mr. Peanuts monocle – look at it. I don't want to get that close. So I'm sure they have hair, but don't they get waxed? Don't they do Brazilian shit? I don't know. I've never, I didn't know I had that much hair down there, but I did, I guess. So I was shaving. I was getting the air, airplane strip. Then I went to the balls. I'm like, all right, I got some like weird veins on my balls. I got some like, uh, uh, um, they look bloodshot. Uh, what's that word? Varicose? They're not varicose -y. They're like the little fucking ribbony ones. The spider veins. I don't know what they are. They're balls. You know, there's weird lumps in there. It's like little oatmeal clumps in the inside of the sack. I don't know. Maybe I have, I have a disease. Maybe I have fucking rectal cancer that went up to my balls. Maybe I have prostate cancer. I don't know. I need a colonoscopy probably. Is that what they're called? Colonoscopy. Uh, I, I shit in a fucking in a bag a couple of months ago. Uh, that came back. No, no blood in my fecal matter. So that's good. I guess I did the, 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 the mail-in shit test is what it's called. Um, 
uh, that's the technical term, medical term, I believe. But anyways, I was shaving my balls, and I'm like, all right, this is nice. They're 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 fluffy. It, that's that's not the word. They're pearly. They're uh, 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 effervescent. Is that is that something? No, that's, that's is that a smell? They're pearl pearlescent. Uh, uh, whatever they were, they're shiny. They, you know, they look good. They're, they're like, oh wow, this is smooth. It's nice. I don't. I forgot what they look. I forgot what they look like. But I don't have a lot of hair on my balls. You know, the the hair is usually on the the, the tufts. The tufts of hair are above the the shaft. You know, it's above the, the It's on the it's on the fucking lower rim of the uh, uh, the stomach, I guess. The V, whatever it's called. I don't know what it is. Uh, anyway, so I'm shaving the balls. Getting the little hairs off there, they're, they're, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is not, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to use the extension on the manscape? Am I supposed to just take it off and like go skinhead? You know, uh, do I have no extension? So I went no extension because I wanted to get them all like, you know, uh, 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 smooth, like a fucking uh, 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 an at- a globe, an atlas, no, a globe. Um, are there globes around it? When's the last time you saw a globe? Do you guys remember going to the library and you would see a globe? And they're fun to look at. We have one here. Uh, that we've looked at. It's, very, it's a smaller one, so it's hard to see, but they're fun to look at. But do you remember globes? Uh, I don't know if they're around anymore. We have Google Earth, so I don't think we really need a globe anymore um, that showed the Earth was, in fact, round. So maybe that's the problem. Maybe the flat earthers are just doing too much Google Earth and it's on a flat screen. I just figured it out. I just figured out that weird conspiracy theory. Why people think it's flat Earth? Because they're looking at it on a flat screen. Google, I think it's ruined everything. We don't have globe. We don't have globes anymore. Uh, but my globes down below, uh, they were getting smooth with the man. And but then I, I got a nick. Or I didn't, I didn't really feel it. I was just, you know, going over the boys, and all of a sudden I'm like, is that blood? I got like a little, just like a, tick. it's like almost like a, a, a when you're shaving and you nick a, a, a pore, I guess, on your on your neck or something like that, or your cheek. Uh, it just nicked me, and I'm like, oh, and balls bleed. They bleed like a motherfucker. So I'm like bleeding. I got another. I got two nicks. The first time I used my Manscaped, I got two nicks on my balls. So if I ever get a, man, a sponsorship by Manscaped, I want to know, is this normal? Uh, are there any other Manscaped users out there? that, that do, do you guys have Lander's long balls? Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I have, some, so I have too much contour on my sacks. Uh, sack? Is, is, it a, is it a dual sack? There's two balls. So is it one sack? Is there one or is it two sacks? Uh, is there, is there, is there, is there, is there any, uh, prostate or, is there, or ball doctors out there? Is there any testicular, uh, uh, clinicians? Uh, what would that, there's ear, nose, and throat. There's podiatry for feet. You know, there's heart surgeons. What's a ball guy? What's a, is it, is it reproductive organ man? What, I don't even know what, what's a ball doctor? Uh, who would you go to? It's, it's not your general practitioner, would it? Do you go to your general practitioner to feel your ball? Yeah. When you do the, <clears throat> you do the cough test. You know, if you have a fucking, uh, 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 not hemorrhoids, <laughs> that'd be a funny cough test. Hem- Do you have hemorrhoids? I have cough. That's what gives you hemorrhoids, I think, when you hold in your sneeze. Uh, what's that called? Hernia. When you get a hernia test, uh, it, uh, is that the same guy? Are those ball doctors? I, I can't remember the last time I had a ball, like a doctor's, like a smooth latex glove, in, like cupping my nuts. I don't remember the last time I had that, but I nicked my balls and they bleed. And I'm like, God damn it. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I need a styptic pencil for my nuts. But I, was, I put tissue on there and I'm like, all right, my, my wife wants to see my bare balls, but now I got blood all over them. It's weird. It's weird. I remember having sex one time and then this is gross. I know it's a little too graphic for my five listeners, but one time I had, had sex and then uh, uh, she was bleeding or, you know, we didn't know she was on her period, but then I guess I, I pulled out. I'm like, ah, I thought I was bleeding. I'm like, ah, shit, my dick's bleeding. I thought that I got some weird w- rabid disease, but uh, lo and behold, I was stupid. I was young. I was like, whoo, thank God. It's just you. Uh, and that's when I learned about women. That's when I learned about the birds and bees, fellas and women. Um, 
But yeah, Manscaped, I like them. But again, Lander's long ball. That's just, you know, my balls are sagging more, I don't know. Maybe. Is that what's happening? But that, I got that for Christmas. And it was a good Christmas, I guess. It was okay. It was an okay holiday season. It's weird how holidays go. You know, you, you, the, the approach to Halloween uh, it seems so long. And then it comes and it goes. And then there's Thanksgiving and it comes and it goes. And we did our, our trip to, uh, out to New Mexico to visit my parents. And it comes and it goes. And then there's Christmas and it's gone. But this Christmas was not as, as, as short or not as uh, uh, um, quick as it usually seems possibly in the holiday season. I'm not one of these fucking weird nostalgic uh, idiots out there that says, oh, life goes by so fast. No, it doesn't. I've been doing, I did a joke for over the last three weeks or so. Uh, have, I haven't done it in the last week. But I, I, I did a joke about you know the people who say, oh, the kids, they grow up so fast. No, they don't. They don't fucking grow up fast. You know, it's like, a, it's like my daughter seemed like she was born in 1985 and she's 10 years old. She's like the reverse case of Benjamin Button. That's what, she's, that's what it seems like. Kids don't grow up fast. They don't. Uh, it's, it's a fucking long slog. Sloth? Slog? Slug? Uh, um, S-L-U-G? I think it's a Ramon song. But um, yeah, it, 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 it doesn't go by fast. So this Christmas break, this Christmas break in particular, it seemed like a fucking brutal brutal and i remember when i was a kid i looked forward to christmas break two weeks off and i'm sure it was tough for the parents back then but i don't know if it was i don't remember seeing my parents that much outside of like christmas day christmas eve maybe you know i'm half jew so we had some you know uh, hanukkah shit going on eight eight nights of hanukkah i remember that doing some things like that on a nightly basis but i don't remember seeing them day in and day out Day in and day out. That's what this Christmas break was. And again, I'm kind of in a, a peculiar position, I guess, because I'm a, I work from home. Uh, my wife is a teacher. My two kids, obviously, are in school. So therefore, everybody is home those two weeks. I don't have a nine-to-five job that I could escape to. So I'm just sitting at home with my wife, who is home, with my kids, who are home. And they, there's nothing that they're – I mean, my son's 18, so he's working. He's going out with his girlfriend. He's doing other shit. So he's got, but it's my daughter. I'm not, I'm not even chastising like my daughter for being home. It's not her fault. I blame the school system. I blame the fucking school system. Since when is a Christmas break start on the Wednesday before the fucking Christmas break supposed to start? Did that happen in anybody else's county, town, province, borough? Did that happen anywhere else in this country? I think it did. I think in Sacramento, where a friend of mine lived, I think his, I think they got out a little early. I don't know if it was the Wednesday, but I didn't hear. Okay, so let's break this down. Usually, school gets out for Christmas two weeks, correct? So that would be five plus five, 10 school days plus the weekend, that's 14 days. And usually, that Friday before Christmas break, either Christmas is, you know, lands three or four days after that, or it comes the next week. And then to go back after New Year's. It could be the third, fourth, fifth, what have you. It's just it, every year is different, of course, right? So this year, she got off, and then Christmas landed on, um, I believe it was Monday. Monday the 25th. So in a regular world, in a regular world circa 1988 or some shit, when I grew up, we would get off if a Monday, December 25th, was Christmas. We would get off on December 23rd, would be the first day of our vacation, which would be that Saturday before Christmas, is everybody following me now? 23rd, 24th, 25th, all right? Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We, our final day of school would be that Friday the 22nd. And this is what, what happened this year. My daughter's last day of school was not the 22nd. 
It wasn't the 21st. It wasn't the 20th. Her last day of school was the fucking 19th. Almost a full week before Christmas, she was off. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all right? She should have been off on Friday the 22nd, but she fucking got off on the 19th was her last day. So her first day of break was the 20th. And guess who has a regular 9-to-5 job that didn't get off on Wednesday? My lovely wife. So she went to work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. My son had school Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Why is my fucking daughter's school getting off on the goddamn Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Why is she off? And of course, I work from home, so who has to take care of the kid? Of course me. And again, I love my daughter. I make fun of her. I make fun of my son. I make fun of my wife. I make fun of my family. I make fun of myself. But it doesn't mean I don't like them. It doesn't mean I don't love them. It means I don't love myself. I know that. I got a problem. I got issues there. I need better help, most likely. But, you know, it's, 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 it's a thing. But anyways, so in what world... What school district thinks it's a good idea? Yeah, the teachers are fucking uh, fingering each other, probably. They're fucking stroking. There's probably two dudes that work at my, my, my kid's school. You know, they're stroking each other off. They're having gay mad love together. Yeah, of course they're going to fucking... The teachers are all in a, in a goddamn faculty meeting. Those, those horrific goddamn play, things that I hated, I wanted to sli- slice my fucking throat every goddamn faculty meeting I've ever been to. Every meeting with uh, professors back in the day, any sort of uh, 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 department meeting that I had to go to with English. I'm like, oh, just shoot me, kill me. I hate this. I hate it. And I'm glad I'm not doing it anymore. But of course, they're going to all raise their fucking stupid-ass sycophantic hands. Because let's face it, teachers are fucking sycophants. They're self-aggrandizing. They, they're, they're self-important. You know, they're, they're people who think they're better than they are. That's what teachers are. And I'm married to one. Uh, I was one. I still am in the educational field. But we got to be honest here. Teachers are just like, they're, they're an element of shit. They, they think they're better. I mean, yeah, are there good ones out there? Of course. I'm married to one. I know how much she cares. I think she thinks she believes it's important. Yeah, she's naive. Okay, whatever. She thinks it's important. Education. It's gone. It's dead. No, no, nothing's important anymore. But of course, these stupid assholes in the faculty meeting, oh, let's, should, we, should we fuck all the parents over? Should we fuck all the parents who are struggling to even get their kids to school on time on a daily basis when there's no stupid vacation, Christmas vacation? Should we, should we uh, 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 put a, a, a wrench in the cog and the wheel, what have you, uh, of, of these hardworking, lower middle class people who have no uh, uh, daycare or can't afford daycare or can't afford a babysitter? They don't have family around, possibly. They have to work 12 hours, 14 hours a day in a field picking grapes for these fucking Sonoma County cunts, the people I live around. Yeah, do we think, do we put them into consideration for three extra days when they already have to figure out two weeks of what they're going to do with their fucking goddamn kids? No, there's no thought going in with these stupid asshole teachers and, and, and uh, what's the other, uh, staff, office people, the higher-ups, board members, school district, whatever it is. Who came up with this? Oh, let's just fuck them all over. Let's get three extra days off. Let's just let them figure it out. And then the, the, my daughter's school, lovingly, uh, of course, for the holiday season, they're, oh, well, we have daycare offered at the school for those days for $420 a week. $420, what the hell it was? $390, I think it was. $390 for five days. I don't even know if it's a full day. I think it was probably three hours, four hours, no fucking lunch you know, in, involved with it. There, there, nothing's included. It's just people watching your kid for four or five hours because there's no fucking school. What happened to school? And then teachers, oh, we work so... No, you fucking don't work hard. No teacher works hard. Maybe some do. I'll take that back. Some do. I know some. 
I've had good teachers in the past, but I would say the good majority of them, 98, 98, 99% possibly of teachers, they don't give a shit. They just are like, woo, three extra fucking days off for Christmas. They don't care. They get paid the same. Some of them don't have kids or their kids are grown up, so they don't care anymore what happens to the, the parents of the children, how much struggle they have to go through to find. And I, we're lucky. My family is lucky that I'm home. So I'm, comp- I'm, I'm, I'm complaining for the others, for the, for the, the small people out there. <coughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm complaining for those who don't have a voice. Because my podcast is far-reaching to five people. Uh, but I don't get it. But again, the, the teachers, that's what pisses me off. It's not the kid's fault. It's not my daughter's fault. It's no kid's fault. That they, they, of course, they're like, shit, yeah, fuck, we're out, we're out of school. But they don't know. They're not cognizant yet of what, what, what the trials and tribulations that the parents have to go through to find entertainment for these fucking kids nowadays. And we're a family. I'm, I'm part of an institution here with my wife and I, which I agree with. We, we, we're not having them on tech all fucking day long. Yeah, when there's a break, when there's a, a, a Christmas break, spring break, summertime, whatever, my, my daughter gets a movie in the afternoon. But we're not the type of parents just to throw a phone in her fucking lap and say, have fun. I don't want to do that to her. It's going to rot her brain. We can see how it's rotting society's brain when people do that. It's, it's from childhood to adulthood. It's ruining everybody. We're not going to just throw a laptop with some dumb fucking game on it, word scramble or whatever they have, wordle or whatever the fuck. I don't want a kid doing that all day. So yes, we have to find stuff to do, and we did. We found stuff to do, but again, those three extra days is a burden. But let's get back to the teachers, because this is really bothering me, and I'm putting a lot of this in my act. And I did it last night at an open mic with like eight people there. And it went pretty well. It went pretty well. The first joke was a little bit better, but the, the, the teacher one's kind of coming along. And I, like, I don't respect them. I just don't. I don't respect the industry. I don't respect the career choice. I just don't. I can't. I mean, do I respect my wife? Yeah, I do. I just don't respect the job. I really don't. I think it's too much hours put in. There's too much worry for no worry's sake uh, when things don't really matter. I've, I mentioned this many times. I wish sometimes I just married a waitress or a server. I guess we have to, you know, sometimes I wish I just married someone who doesn't take home work, doesn't bring work home with them who doesn't get stressed out over shit that really doesn't matter at the end of the day. It just doesn't. Uh, um, but the, 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 what happened? they're dead as heroes, okay? Let's just say that. Our te- teachers should not be looked at as heroes anymore at all. I think we should have learned something during the goddamn pandemic, the, during coronavirus <coughs> 2020, when they, all the teachers stayed home. All the kids had to stay home. Zoom should have killed the heroics of teachers or the idea that teachers are even heroes. When you can go to work and you're only dressed from the waist up in attire that is uh, uh, sufficient with, or not, not even the word, that's not the word, which is uh, uh, catered, uh, viable, uh, Viagra, whatever it is. You know what I'm talking about. You expect things from a teacher. You expect them to be in sort of in a button-up shirt, I guess, right? Or a blouse. If that's, is, Do women wear blouses anymore? Is that transgender-phobic? To say blouse? I don't know. Whatever fucking chicks wear. I don't know what women wear. What does my wife wear? She wears shirts. I don't know. What they are. are those blouses? I don't know. Uh, but whatever. You just have to dress from the waist up. That's it. You can be fucking naked. You can be stroking your dick under the table or your desk while you're teaching a bunch of fourth graders about fucking Magellan. <coughs> I don't even know if they learn about Magellan anymore. Who the fuck is Magellan? Was he an explorer? Um, uh, Diego Vasquez? Is that somebody? 
uh, Cruz, Diego, Vera Cruz. I don't know. Uh, whatever you learn about important. If you're sitting there and you think you're like so, uh, uh, like an important person in these kids' life, you're a face on a screen. You are a face on a screen for a year, and you didn't have to do shit. You worked four hours a day at the most. And that's what I saw during Zoom. My wife was done by 11 o'clock in the fucking morning. 11 o'clock in the morning, most days, she was done with work. And then they want to be heroes after that. We could see what the job is. Even when you go to campus, you're working like three to four hours a day. <coughs> Let's be truthful. Three to four hours a day. That's, I think that's maximum. Prep periods. Uh, lunch. Recess. Another fucking prep period. You're working three to four hours a day and you want to be called a hero? And you want the woe is me? My job is so hard. Oh, the street. Yeah, it's hard when you have to babysit 30 fucking kids. I get it. <clears throat> Babysitters get tired. Parents get tired. I'm exhausted at the end of the day with two kids. I couldn't even imagine having three or four or five kids. Of course you're exhausted. Yes, you're tired. I get it. It's a job. Sure, it's a job, but that's all it is. It's a job. It's not a heroic endeavor that you're doing. You're not running into burning build. Yeah, okay, do you have a target on your back now in certain regards? Do you have to feel unsafe at school now? Kind of. Is that a media play? A little bit. But there are a huge, massive amount of uptick in school shootings. Or we see it on social media quite a bit of kids attacking teachers or fucking them. Um, but I don't Whatever. So again, Zoom should have killed the heroics, and now I'm starting to see it. There, it's, it's not hard. It's not a hard job. I've been a teacher. I've been a professor. Yeah, was I ever like in it, in, in, in the game, like full-time, like really wanting to go headlong? No. If it was, maybe it would be more stressful for me. I didn't give a fuck. It was a paycheck. But I was good at it. The students liked the classes. They still do. I do everything online now. Like I said, I'm still in the educational field. I'm getting paid, not like these vast sums, but do you know how much time I have on my hands to do other shit, to work out, to better my body, to better my brain, to try this dumb comedy shit? you know how much time I have on my hands? So if teachers could just get that figured out, like it's not that important. So get away from the sort of uh, putting yourself on a pedestal all the time. And the woe is me. You fucking get a curriculum, most of you. 98, 99% of you get the curriculum from the state that you live in. And all you have to do is adhere and follow that goddamn curriculum. Show them a documentary or a video every once in a while. You know, uh, uh, give, throw them to a tutor. Give them to a counselor. The IEPs, the fucking individualized educational plans out there. They're all on them. Every fucking kid's on an IEP. So you don't even have to teach that kid. That kid's like fucking just sitting there whacking his pud. To fucking Cindy across the goddamn uh, uh, classroom from him. And he's like, oh, I don't have to do it. And the teacher's like, fuck, I can't make him do it. I can't make this motherfucker do it. And you try to take their phone away from them, and you get smacked, you get hit. That's happened before. So now you're just, you're just self-aggrandized, sure, but you're babysitters. Right? You're, you're, you're like a little bit of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A little, little higher up of, uh, on, the, on the spectrum, I guess, of a babysitter. But that's all you are. You're just that teenager coming over when the, the parents want to go have a date night. Because that's what school has become. It's just like a place for parents to drop off their kids. And I saw that during Christmas break. I'm like, fucking hey, How important is school? Not for learning, mind you. They ain't learning shit in most schools. But it, it, it is a free babysitting enterprise. That's, all, that's what our education system has become. And we're glad it's there as parents. We're wildly glad it's there. Because we can feel the pain when it's not there.
But when you work 180 days, that's what all contracts are. And I'll, I'll stop this tirade in a second. 180 days, that's what teachers' contracts are. How many days are there in a year? 180 days a school year. That's what a school year is. They're not going to fucking school 180 days a year. They're just not. There's no way. I keep, I keep, uh, I, I keep wanting to. I, I threatened to a few times to like my wife, like in a jokingly way, joking way. I'm, like, I'm gonna fucking count your calendar. I'm gonna count my daughter's calendar, school calendar. I'm gonna count my son's school calendar. I'm gonna see how many days they go to school. It's not 180. There's no way. There's no way. So if you're making like 80, 75, 80 thousand dollars as a teacher in this fucked up state. Which most teachers are, yeah, it's, it's barely a living wage here. I get it. But if you're making 75 to 80K a year and you work 180 days a year, go to talk to other people who work 295 days a year or whatever it is. Go talk to people who have two or three jobs and have to work 365 days a year, possibly. Go talk to them and see if they feel like they're heroes or see if they have not been represented well by society. <clears throat> I don't think you'll get complaint from them. They'll look at your life and be like, fuck. You get two and a half months off every single year paid and you get two weeks plus three days for Christmas break and you get spring break and you get a full week on Thanksgiving and you get Martin Luther King Day coming up and you get Labor Day, Memorial Day. I guess Labor Day, is that in summer? I don't know. Whatever days you get, you get and then there's some fucked up usually October break or February break, at least at my kid's school. What? You barely work. You barely were. So no wonder our kids are fucking stu half stupid. Because they're not going to school. They're not learning shit. Some schools, okay, they're all right. Eh, whatever. Who cares? So that was it. <coughs> so I'm going to drink my green juice here. My balls are fucking leaking. I didn't, I didn't shave my balls today. That was a while ago. Um, I, that, I think that Dr. Teal's hemp uh, Epsom salt helps a little bit, but I'm seizing up a little. My little bit. I, I, I don't... I've broken myself many times over the years. Ribs, chest plate, shoulder, ribs again, knee twice. You know, I fucked up my, my body. And I, the back might be one of the worst ones. I don't know why. Because it's, it's, it's just, you can't, you're, you're limited in what you can do with a bad back or a fucked up. I don't even have a bad back. It's just a strained back. But it sucks. It sucks. All right. So what else? What are we talking about here? All right. Christmas break abolishment. That's what I have in my gay notebook here. Um, let me see. Oh, comedy over the year. Uh, a new year. It's a new year. It's a new me. Uh, so I'm still doing the comedy thing, uh, as you're well aware. Uh, this Wednesday, for some reason, they're giving me like a 15 to 20 minute feature uh, set at the at the open mic I usually go to. I'm starting to branch out a little bit more for with comedy. I did a show up in Ukiah back in November, my old uh, uh, town that I lived in. That was nice. So kind of shout out to the Thirsty Axe, uh, an axe throwing bar of all things, uh, where I did my first kind of opening set. Uh, for other comedians, and uh, luckily I, I knew the owner, so it was a little bit of nepotism there, of course. Uh, ho I hope to do it again. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was good to see a good audience, 100 and maybe 25 people in there, at least 100, I would say. Uh, good crowd, fun. A couple of my friends came, not all of them. <coughs> There's a lot of fucking assholes that just didn't come, who were probably able to, uh, but they just didn't come for some reason. I don't know why. They live there. They live in a town. So you can see who really actually likes you, who actually shows up to your first uh, real quote unquote comedy show. You can tell who your actual friends are of a place that you lived in for eight years. Um, and there's some people that weren't able to come. I understand that. Fine. Family stuff, all that stuff. That's, that's fine. Uh, but the people who were, were able to, I'll remember this day. I'll remember that day. Um, not really. I don't give a shit. Uh, 
But so I've, I've done a few things. I went to Sacramento last week or a week and a half ago um, just to try to feel out that scenario, that scene. Uh, seems like it's viable. I like it, uh, although I fucked up and should have gone to one first and the other second. Anyways, went with a friend of mine who lives over there, um, and I, I think we want to. Uh, I want to kind of do that again. I want to go back out to Sacramento. I haven't done the Bay Area yet because I hate it. I don't want to go to the. I don't want to go to fucking Alameda. I probably should. There's a good comedy club down there. I don't want to go to Oakland. It's a fucking pit, but I should. There's good comedy clubs down there. I don't want to go to San Francisco. That's hell. I don't want to get my fucking car broken into or ass raped or step on human shit, uh, but I probably should, and I will. I probably will make my way down there. There's some in Berkeley and all these other... So there's a lot of places around here to sort of uh, hone uh, uh, my skills, but again, am I ready? I don't know. Um, and I've, I've met com- comedians, local guys over the years, guys and gals, and most of them are nice. Some of them are not. Uh, just, it's, just, it's like all art. <laughs> and uh, I listened to the Cat Williams interview that Shannon Sharp uh, uh, held with him a, a couple of weeks ago, whatever it was, and he calls out the entire industry. And I'm glad he did because all industries of art are fucked up. Uh, they're all screwy. I, I remember I still don't like writers. I was a writer. For, I still am here and there. I still want to get back to writing a little bit more. Uh, but I can, I can say I'm a writer because I've published things, right? I had a, a New York agent for a minute. Uh, I've written two novels. Yeah, so I can say I'm a writer. I went to school for creative writing of all stupid things. And I didn't get a, I don't like writers. I really don't. I don't think I like artists. Like I said, go back to the me wanting to sometimes wish I just married a waitress. Someone who has no hopes or visions or dreams of their future. They just want to be, they just want to live. They want to make money. They want to go to sleep at night. They want to get their pussy licked or a blowjob, whatever they want. You know, normal things. They just want to live. They want to go on vacation every once in a while. They just want to have no worry. Right? They, that's, that, that, those people I like. I don't like artists who, who, who give themselves fucking their own false worries. We don't have a worry in the world. If, especially if you don't have kids or responsibility. You're working at some small school in fucking Nebraska or something like that because you got a, a, an a MFA in creative writing in poetry and you've, po- you've published a couple of poems in some online journal and now you have a fucking job and you think you're so self-important. Uh, that's going back to the teacher thing again. I'm not going back there. I'm just saying. All right. You don't have any worries. In the, you don't, I, don't, I, I just don't, never really got along with them. Never got along with a lot of writers, especially the pretentious ones, and most of them are. And I don't know a lot of visual artists, uh, so I can't really talk about that. I don't know a lot of like dancers, musicians I know I knew a lot quite a bit when I was younger, of course. They're douchebags too. Again, self-important, sycophantic, right? They're the, the idea that self-serving flatterer, right? It's kind of like the lead singer, lead singer or frontman mentality. That's what most artists have, and I noticed that with the comedians as well. Comedians, a little like you know, they're all nerds. I would say I, I'm not. I'm not uh, discluding myself. Is that a word? Uh, uh, I'm including myself in there as well because I am these ones. I am, I was the writer. I am the a musician. I am the quote unquote comedian, right? Even though I don't like to give myself labels, I don't like. Oh, what do you do? I don't ever get to tell anybody I'm a fucking comedian for a living because I'm not making a living at it. I dabble. I dabble. Oh, I do comedy. That's what I like to say. The people, oh, what do you like? Oh, I, I, do some, I do some comedy. Are you funny? I've had that question a few times. I'm like, fuck off, cunt. This bitch at the bar one time, she said, oh, you're a comedian. I'm like, yeah, oh, are you funny? I'm like, no. No, I'm fucking, I'm not. That's what I said to her. I said, no, I'm not, I don't expect much. What am I supposed, what are you supposed to say in that? But anyways, I've, I, that's the stupidest question. Are you, are you a good writer? Am I going to like your story? I don't fucking know. There's, if I handed someone a journal of a, a short story that I was in, I'm like, am I going to like it? And that person asked me that, I'd be like, what the, f- read it. 
And then if you say, are you funny? Wait till I fucking get up on stage. Then you could judge if I'm funny to you or not. Doesn't mean I'm going to be very subjective. I don't know if you're going to write like my story about some dude marrying a fucking a, a corpse and parading her around town like his wife. That was the first story I had published. I don't know if you're going to like that or not. I have no idea what your uh, 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 um, entertainment value is, is, right? I don't know what your, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Marketing, no. Uh, your uh, interest, interest? Eh, I guess that'll work. I don't know what your fucking interests are, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what vibe you're into. I have no idea. So don't, that's a stupid question. Are you funny? I fucking no, no. I'm going to tell you no every time because I don't think I'm funny at all. Yeah, do people laugh at the shows? Yeah, I don't think I'm funny. I've never seen myself really as funny. I see myself as a loser quite a bit. So maybe that's why I have to get up on stage. But again, I've, I've met these comedians and they're fine. They're all, I'm not, not going to call any of them out, but some of them are not fine. All right, some of them are not cool people. Right? They might think they are. You know, they've been doing it for a while. And that's what's so funny about any art, right? There could be a good football player, let's just say, has never fucking played football in his life. Let's just take like Antonio Gates of the Chargers. He was a basketball player all through his life. Didn't play, I believe he didn't play football until college. So this kid who was a basketball player, that was his first sport, starts playing football. And he becomes, he becomes a Hall of Fame, most likely, Hall of Fame tight end on a shitty team, mind you. But that's even harder. A Hall of Fame tight end on a shitty team who didn't start playing football <coughs> until college, I believe. I know there's other players out there. If I'm wrong about Antonio Gates, but that's the story I remember. But does anybody tell that football player, oh, you're not good. You haven't been doing it long enough. Will anybody tell an athlete who's actually fucking good and who just beat them? Will they be like, oh, you've only been doing this two years? Nah, nah it doesn't matter. So that, why is it an art that you have to put all this time in? And in comedy, it seems like even a musician, if you see this fucking like Mozart started, was that the piano player, Beethoven, whatever, one of those fucking guys. If they just started playing the piano as a prodigy kid and, and this other like 40-year-old piano guy who's been pl playing fucking pianist, who's been playing piano for fucking 30 years, and he sees this kid just wiping the floor with him in terms of piano skills and expertise, is that guy going to be like, ah, he hasn't been playing long enough. So he's unviable. No. So why is it with comedy, is that a thing? Why is it, oh, no, you got to put your time in. I hate that fucking shit. And you can feel it from people. You can feel it. I've only been doing this for seven months, and I know I'm better than people who have been doing it for seven years. I know I am. Am I as skilled and crafted? No. So there's a difference there. But I know I'm better. I have enough uh, 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 confidence, I guess, that I'm better than them. Does that make sense? And I know that's a weird, I, I have zero self-esteem or very low self-esteem, but I have self-esteem with that. Because I've seen these people who have been doing it for years and I'm like, fuck, you should have given up. I mean, that, that's an honest opinion, I think. I'm not saying they, they, they will or should, but I would have. If I was doing something like that for seven years and I'm still not that funny, or I'm still like, I, I, I'm getting no laughs, I would quit. That's just how I do things. If I'm not good at something, I kind of know. I kind of realize. You know, I want to still play rugby. I've blown out my knee twice in three years, three seasons. So now I'm like, <clears throat> it might be the end. Or maybe play a slower version of the game somehow with older people. Don't go against 20-year-olds anymore, 25-year-olds, because I know my limits. I know I probably can't do it. But I don't like the idea of that, oh, are you ready? You're not ready yet, are you? You haven't put your time in. Why? 
You know, there's a whole like Matt Rife thing. He oh, he got big out of nowhere. Who cares? I don't find him wildly funny, but good for him from coming out of quote unquote nowhere. You don't think he's been doing his time a little bit in some other way, possibly? I don't know. I, that's just one example, right? There. I'm sure there's comedians out there who have been like doing it only for a year or two who are way better than people who have been doing it for 20. I know there are. I know there are. So it doesn't mean you can't be good in a short amount of time. <clears throat> and again, I'm 45 years old. How many times have I been on a stage of some kind? So even though I wasn't a quote-unquote comedian going to these fucking goddamn open mics when I'm spending 25 to 30 bucks of my own money on booze and I'm not getting paid any to do any of this shit, I'm putting my time in right now. I'm putting my time in every single week if I go up twice, three, four times. I'm putting in my time right this moment. But that doesn't mean I haven't put in my time over the last 20 years of getting ready for this moment. Does that make sense to everybody, my five listeners? So I think some comedians need to get themselves checked. I think some comedians need to just get punched in the face sometimes. And they do, but not really. Comedians, I've noticed, are not the toughest bunch in the world. Just like I talked about, I think, my last podcast, like nine months ago, whatever the fuck it was now, I think I just came back from a a, a punk rock kind of a a festival, right? Where I talked about punk rockers used to be tough, used to be kind of scary, you know, mohawks and fucking safety pins through the nose, uh, spiked hair, leather jackets, all that shit. You know, kind of there's a fear there a little bit. There's a fear factor for that movement, right? For that aesthetic. But there's not anymore. They're clowns. They're clowners. They're pussies. Lift a fucking dumbbell. Get on a trad- treadmill, you fat fuck. Comedy is very similar to that now. Or that's what I've seen. I mean, can I see any more skinny or fat people get on stage? And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, bench press something. I don't give a shit what it is. You have no kids. You got all the time in the world. I don't know what your fucking job is, but I'm sure you can go to the gym. I'm sure you can run up a fucking hill every once in a while without fucking keeling over. So is it Macho Don coming out? Yeah, this is Macho Don. That's who I am. I'm the Macho Don comedian. And I was told one time by, by, by a com- said comedian, uh, uh, he said, oh, I told him I was doing the show. He's like, oh, are you ready? That was the first thing this person said. Are you ready? Like in a, a chastising way. In a condescending way. Are you ready? What the fuck question is that? You can be like, oh, cool. That's a normal response to anybody who tells you something. And I was just asking about the venue because that comic also worked at that venue, did a show at that venue. Yeah, has that person been doing it longer than I have? Yeah. Does it matter? No. It really doesn't fucking matter. It matters in that world. Like, oh, well, this person's been doing it for five years. Let's give him the show. But this guy who's been doing it for two years, he's funnier. Let's not give him. I don't know what it is. There's a lot of nepotism. I'm using that word quite a bit today. <clears throat> There's a lot of nepotism in the world with comedy and all, with all things. It's a business. It's a business of selling yourself. I'm not good at selling myself. I'm not good at being like uh, a fucking, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, high flutin'? No, uh, fucking rubbing elbows. I don't know what you call it. You know, fucking trying to kiss ass, brown noser, whatever you want to call it, red ass. I don't know, baboon ass. Um, I'm not good with that. I, I, I don't do well with that. I, I'm not good at like getting myself into the fucking cracks of the industry, of any industry. I'm not good. I'm not a suck up. I don't know how to do that. There's other people who do it very well. You know, there's people who do it. I mean, I've seen like well-established comedians go up that are not that funny and people are fucking dying laughing just because they happen to be on Comedy Central once or Last Comic Standing or something like that, or America's Got Talent. They happen to be on that show, so the people, in the even the audience members, are like, ah! <laughs> they're like, what the f-? I've never fucking guffawed in my life. I've never laughed that hard in my life. And this guy, yeah, maybe they're funny. 
this gal, maybe they're funny. Yeah, sure, they, 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 they're well, more well-established. But I've seen fucking people who are well-established who are not funny at all. I'm not a laugher. I just don't laugh. I have a fucked up mouth. I have a fucked up face. I don't smile. I don't laugh. I'm not <laughs> But right when, oh, he's on Comedy Central. I tell a joke and everybody's like, what? What? What, what is that about? And it's other comedians I see who are like, <laughs> and those are the people who are going to fucking go with stick their nose up the guy's dick hole afterwards. Oh, hey, hey, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. You've been on this. You're not going to get anything out of it. Do the work. Do the fucking work. Listen to Macho Don Josh Landers. Do the work. All right? But yeah, you're not ready. Are you ready? What the fuck is that? It's like telling an athlete who just fucking is a really good football player. Go back to the football analogy. Are you ready for this today, Antonio Gates? Are you ready to go catch a ball from Philip Rivers? Yes, he's fucking ready. He's been, he, look at him. He's an athlete. You can tell he's ready. So, I don't know. I don't know if you're ready for that. That's just bullshit. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the snarkiness. Like I said, most of the, again, it's going back to the teacher thing. You know, there's good teachers out there. There's good comedians out there. There's nice people out there. But then there's shitheads. There's a fucking, again, the uh, self satisfying or self uh, seeking satisfaction for just thyself right that's all you're doing you don't care about any else anybody else around you you just want to you want to cut kind of cut in line at fucking the disneyland ride you want to cut in line at the pirates of the caribbean right just to get ahead just to get ahead so you go on first because it's all about you and again comedians artists very selfish people right in their own heads not very giving not very caring you can tell uh, but again, there's good out there too. There is good. Um, all right. What else? That was the, that's kind of the comedy overview. I did one show where there's a transgender person, which I don't care. Okay, I don't care if you're trans. I really don't. I really don't. There is someone I heard where there all their kids. I don't know how many kids they have, but for somehow all the kids are trans. That is statistically impossible. Your kids are not actually. There's no way that your children are trans gender and you have multiple children that is like an anomaly that's like having four al- albino children or something right here's my children they're all al- albino i'm like fuck that's weird that's a natural epiphany is that not an epiphany that's a natural fucking unnatural occurrence i guess so you did something wrong if you've raised your kids and they're all trans would you anybody agree with me is that that's not transphobic i don't care if you're trans there's, there's, you did something to the fucking mental process of your children if they're all transgender. It's, it's, it's statistically impossible. Does anybody have three or four children who are all gay? No. Right? Does that happen when there's like four brothers or two of them possibly gay? That would be, wow, 50%? That would be an anomaly. So you're tra- anyway, so I did a fucking, uh, that, was, that was a side note, and it's still irking me a little bit. Um, you're not ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, uh, was it? Oh, yeah. Well, one show I did, it was just a fucking open mic. This person was a, a trans person. Again, okay. Trans, I don't care. But they look like Joe Pesci. I don't know if I talked about this. I don't think I did. They look like Joe Pesci. So it's a, it's a man who's dressed like a woman and probably res- re- refers to herself as she, I'm assuming. Full. I don't know if there's a dick or not. I don't know if that, they went all the way. I'm not sure. But they look like Joe Pesci. And Joe Pesci is not a good-looking man. If you've ever seen uh, My Cousin Vinny, Goodfellow, he's not a good-looking guy. 
So it's it's hard to see. It's 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 hard to watch. And again, I'm not trying to belittle the movement of transgender people. I don't think I'm transphobic. I think there's a little bit of a too much of an uptick in the idea that more people are trans than they are. I'm not a fan of kids clipping off their dicks or tits. I'm not a fan of that. I don't think that's good. I don't think they're, they're probably going to be like, that was a mistake. And their parents are going to be like, why the fuck did I sign up the slip on that shit for the doctor's office at 14 years old for my child? No, there's going to be problems in the future. But I, I think Tim Dillon brought this up. The great comedian Tim Dillon. I think he brought it up. So I might be sort of a, a, a coattailing him in here. But I think, you know, if you're trans, you should be hot. Um, and this Joe Pesci character was not. And so that's, I think that's what I had a problem with. It's okay if you're ugly and trans, I guess. I don't know. That's fine. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. I just had to mention that because I, I wrote that note down a long time ago. I got to talk about this. I got to podcast this. But then I went on my, on my usual fucking fall hiatus from podcasting because <coughs> I have no self-worth and I don't think anybody even cares anyways if I podcast or not. But I knew I wanted to talk about So that's it. I don't know. That's, uh, let's, let's get away from that. Um, all right, what do I have? People thinking you're not ready. Uh, young people giving advice. I'll talk about that. Hating snow. Pe- oh, all right. Here we go. What do I? Oh, shit, I'm already 45 minutes in. All right, this is going smoothly. Um, so we went to Tahoe, our usual Tahoe Christmas break uh, 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 excursion. Right, we we've gone to Tahoe or like Shasta, Mount Shasta. I think last year we went up to Ashland, Oregon. We try to get away uh, either before Christmas or after Christmas, and it usually goes. We stay home for Christmas because it's you know the kids want to stay home more, open presents, especially our daughter, and then we'll uh, the day after Christmas we'll go somewhere for three or four days. Um, and this year it was Tahoe. Uh, and I, I've have a, I have a love-hate relationship with that place. I would love to have a cabin at some point in my life near Tahoe. Probably on the Nevada side because I hate California. And less taxes in Nevada. I'm sure there's a little, for some reason you cross that fucking state line, you, you could just feel the pretentiousness kind of uh, 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 slip away a little bit when you go into Harvey's or Harrah's on the other side of, of Lake Tahoe. For some reason, it's just, you know, like you step out of California, you get away from California. At least that's the feeling I have. I feel better for some reason. I'm like, fuck, I hate this state. You feel like your your wallet is not getting as, as fucking, you're not, you're not getting as ass reamed. Your, di- your dick, your dick in your hole. Now your ass is not getting a, a dick in its hole. Is that a thing? I don't even know what I'm talking about. But you're not getting fucking reamed anymore. You're out of California. Gas is cheaper in Nevada. It's right over. Arbitrary fucking, arbitrary lines. So anyways, we go to Tahoe, and like I said, love-hate relationship. I did a podcast a couple years ago, this is the village, and you know, fucking the village of Tahoe is a sh- fucking horrible Patagonia parent, uh, North Face twats, uh, just, you know, these, these fucking snow people, I hate snow people. Out of all, like, sports, and I respect skiing, I respect snowboarding, I respect any sport, honestly, if you're an honest sportsman, if you, if you honor the craft of that sport, I really do, I, I think it, it's, a, it's a cool endeavor. But ski and just the, 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 the highfalutin nature of the, 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 the cockiness, the, just the shitty whiteness of it all. I, I don't, even, I don't want to say white because there's a lot of fucking Asian, but it's very white. And I'm white, and I don't like playing the race card, but skiing is like if you put like white in the dictionary, you'll have like a skier there. It's just like a skier, like in ski gear. You know how fucking expensive this shit is? There's no wonder there's not a lot of minority skiing. I don't, I'm not, I don't think, do white people have more money? Probably, I don't know, but it's just, it, 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 there's, it makes sense that snow is white and the fucking, the goddamn sport that you do snow on, or you do with snow and ice is very white too, <coughs> and Asian. Um, 
But Asians are the new white. Isn't that weird? I heard someone talking about that the other day, someone way smarter than I am, saying Asian people and Jewish people uh, are now clumped in, and Jewish people are mostly white or Caucasian, but not all of them. They're very Middle Eastern, uh, but they're clumped in with white people now, the white privilege, because they're not letting Asian people into college as much as they used to. They're getting that sort of uh, act against them, affirmative action a little bit, you know, uh, and Jewish people too now with the whole whatever. Not going to get political. I, I just find it funny. Um, but okay, the fucking snow people. Uh, in Tahoe. So I kind of, like I said, the village, I hate it. Like Mount Shasta, I like more. It's more Northern California to me. Tahoe doesn't feel like Northern California to me. It feels like, uh, like they took LA and just dumped snow all over it, like Beverly Hills and then Tahoe, but I love it. It's beautiful. The lake is awesome. I like how they, they, they keep it clean as as best as possible. The camping up there, I still like. So I think I'm now I'm going to, I'm going to, and I told my wife this and we talked about it. I don't think I'm going to go to Tahoe anymore for uh, a winter. I think I'm just going to save it for like a camping thing. Because in camping, you could still get away. You can't get away from it all. The pretentiousness, the Patagonia twats, the fucking North Face idiots, the Columbia cunts, whatever, you know, because that, that's what you have to. And I, I'm wearing right now, I'm wearing a Columbia fleece. I got it at a thrift store. All my shit. I've talked about this in the past. I have a North Face jacket. I have a Columbia fucking sweater. I got a Carhartt jacket, but that's more manly. Carhartt's more like the fucking in- industrious man stuff. That's where I would be called a fucking uh, uh, conservative. If I wear a Carhartt jacket, there's people think I'm a Republican for one. Ever, but I wear a fucking Columbia or a Patagonia goddamn uh, beanie. Like, oh, he's a liberal. I don't get it. It's a shirt. It's a fucking. It's a clothing company that costs way too much. Go to the thrift store, idiots. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, it's a wash with, in Tahoe with just, just money and it's, everything's expensive. I mean, everything is just expensive there. So we go there. There's no snow. It it was a mild winter at that point. It still kind of is, but they got some snow now, but up until Christmas, after Christmas, very mild. When we went there, we know we weren't going to go snowboarding, skiing. We weren't going to anyways in Tahoe because it's a fucking, you have to take out a loan to do it. Um, so it was, you know, it was fine. Go to Tahoe casinos there's like an arcade in the bottom of one of the casinos that i was telling my daughter we're gonna go play and do and all that we did uh and just walk around it's still a nice place nice mountain air and we go there and this is gonna sound harsh but i am no longer letting my wife pick hotels no longer letting a woman pick a hotel for me and again that sounds harsh we went to europe march and april talk about fucking whiteness we went to europe last march and april and I got all the hotels. No problem. No problem with any of the hotels or the two Airbnbs that we got. None. Not, they weren't all like uh, uh, posh. They weren't all uh, 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 prestigious hotel. But some of them were just budget. But they were fine. Quiet. Not a lot of noise. Not a lot of problems checking in. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. So I know I have a knack for getting hotels. And I have now in my heart of hearts, I'm no longer getting budget hotels. I think I probably mentioned that as well. But I no longer will get a Motel 6. I'm not even doing Super 8 anymore. I will look at a Ramada with a little bit of a side eye, depending what kind of a, a Ramada it is. A Red Roof Inn is out. You know, all these places where meth heads and hookers usually frequent, I don't go anymore. But Tahoe's a tough one. So I'll, I'll, I'll give a benefit of the doubt to my wife. Tahoe is expensive, like I mentioned, and the hotels around Christmas time are astronomical. And there used to be a cool one on the Nevada side that I can't remember the name of. We used to always go there. It's where I slipped in the parking lot, had to get eight stitches in my fucking head. 
on my eyeball or right, right on the edge of my eye. Um, it's, we, oh, we stayed there probably three or four times, maybe more. There's a casino on site. It was on the Nevada side. And remember what I mentioned? You, you f- sort of feel California peel away from you when you're uh, away from the fucking stupid state. That's what that place was. Uh, I was able to bet, like go to a, a blackjack table, a $5 table. But the, the hotel closed down, sadly. Pre-COVID, it closed down. Or maybe it closed during COVID. I can't remember. But it closed down like, ah. And it was like 140 bucks a night. Big rooms. You know, nothing, like I said, nothing, nothing very fancy. Two beds, big enough room, little space there, nice enough. There's a restaurant on site, like I said, a casino, gone. So that was a place that was our go-to. Now in Tahoe, we're like, fuck. And we found a couple okay ones, but not cheap anymore. <clears throat> They're hovering like around $250, some of them, uh, at least close to 200 So my wife gets one. I can't remember the name of it. But we could tell it's right across from the Nevada side, right across. So the location, location, location. But the thing about Tahoe, location doesn't mean nice. Location just means location. And even when I saw the hotel that my wife got when she bought it months ago, when she, uh, 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 she went on Hotwire. So fuck Hotwire. Hotwire is dead. I haven't done Hotwire in a while either. I'm like an Expedia guy through and through right now. I don't do Hotwire anymore. They, 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 they're they're shady let's just say they're a little shady they don't tell you what you got until you fucking buy it that's shady uh that's the definition of shady that's like getting a hooker from a pimp but you can't see her until you pay the pimp would that be good would that be a good uh process a good business strategy for a pimp like all right give me the money can't see the bitch you're like well can i just like kind of see well you, you might get a white one you could get a black one you could get a thin one you could get a fat one you could have small titties big titties Big pussy, small pussy. You're like, fuck, all right. And it's just a crapshoot. So that's what Hotwire is. <clears throat> and that's what we got through Hotwire. We got a crapshoot pimp not showing you the, the, the goods, not showing you the hooker before you fuck her. That's what this hotel was. I don't know if that's a good analogy or a great analogy or a horrible analogy. I have no idea. But it was like Tahoe Inn or something. And right when I saw that she got it, I'm like, this place is going to be a shithole. Then, of course, I don't take, I don't, I don't take heed to reviews a lot. But the reviews were not great. They were not good reviews. And I'm like, ugh. When you see like a string of not good reviews, when you see the majority of them are not good reviews, then you got to start to take, you got to start paying attention a little bit to those reviews and be like, this might be a little dicey. So I already knew going up, all right, it's going to be shitty. Just a couple of nights. Cool location. We're just going to sleep there. We'll go out for most of the time. The kids are going to get on Wi-Fi. They won't fucking notice. And then right when we get there, we know it's shitty. It's just all the my, uh, you know, I don't want to be like, ha, 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 told you. You know, my wife gets mad at me all the time because she, th- she thinks I'm kind of like, hey, hey, woo, should have done that, told you. She thinks I'm that kind of guy, and I am. I am that kind of guy. Most guys are when they're right. And I was right. And I'm like, all right, this sucks. So we try to check in. Of course, it's like a 4 o'clock check-in for some fucking reason. Late check-in. 4 o'clock check-in. We go get a couple of drinks, eat something, walking around, looking at the sights. Find a fucking, we, we go into the village so to a pizza place, a two-hour wait for that fucking place, and then right across the goddamn street, right, seriously, right across the, I hate saying literally, but this pizza place was literally right across the street from another pizza place, and we walked right into this pizza place. It was crowded, but we got our pizza within 20 minutes, 25 minutes, a half hour maybe. Good beer on tap, cheaper than the other fucking village cunt place. Anyways. Uh, but I like that. It was like base camp pizza. We've liked it before, but now it's like, Jesus Christ, how many fucking people are here? There's no fucking snow on the ground. You're wearing ski shoes. You're fucking, you're wearing goggles. There's no fucking snow. What are you skiing on, you white Asian cunt? Um, 
What was I talking about? Oh, the hotel. So, okay, so we, we were walking around. I'm, I'm pissed. I'm already like, fuck. And then we go. We know we can't check in yet. We go at 4 o'clock. Like, I go, oh, no, 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 not ready. I, you can just fill in the blanks with what kind of person this is. No, no, not room not ready. And we're like, all right, well, when's it going to be ready? 10 minutes. All right. We're waiting around 10, 15, 20. We have our dog with us. So she's in the car. The guy comes back out. My wife goes back in because she has the name on the, on the fucking hotel. And nope, still not ready. Oh, and then we, I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at the hotel. And he says, someone's cleaning it soon. I don't see one motherfucker with a cart. I don't see one motherfucker. I don't see one Hispanic person, right? I don't th- I, am I supposed to say that? I don't see one Mexican person around. Those are the people that are cleaning the hotels. Would you guys agree? <coughs> but I don't see anybody. Usually you see people with like a cart with like a fucking simple green and shit on it. Toilet paper. Towels. I don't see one person walking on the second level, first level. Nobody. But the guy keeps saying, oh, no, no, they're cleaning. No, they're not fucking cleaning shit. I don't see anything. So I'm stewing. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers. I'm like a fucking Tahoe in. Fuck Tahoe in. Fuck the village. Fuck you, Patagonia bitch. Get out of here. Take your fucking ski shoes off, you twat. You're wearing snow pants. There's no fucking snow. Um, but it, okay, wait, wait, wait. All right, let's just go fucking eat. So then we found that pizza place. I'm kind of going in reverse here. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting agitated. Uh, so we go, we, we go, and then finally we're at the pizza place. We're eating fine. I'm calming down. I'm having some beer. I'm having a slice of pizza. I'm like, all right, we'll just. Uh, Breathe, Josh. Breathe. I've been getting better with that. Straw breath, Josh. Breathe it out. Very slow. Stress. So I'm kind of doing that. My wife's pissed at me, probably, most likely, but we're kind of getting along fine. And then they call her. They text her. Your room is ready. It, even the fucking, even the text has an accent. Uh, so we go to the Tahoe Inn. We're back there. And then we get to the hotel. And then we get in the room. We hear a little kind of uh, 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 hustle and bustle in the room next to us. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. We're on the top floor, very edge, you know, far right, closest to the edge of the building. And then the hotels, like I said, the, the casinos, uh, the Tahoe casinos in the Nevada side, right across the street. We just walk right across the street. I could walk across, go right into the fucking lobby, go check out some slot machines, go check out a blackjack table, <coughs> what have you. And I do. I told my wife, it's like 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock, I'm going to go check out the casino, see if I can find any cheaper tables. Okay. So I hear a little hustle and bustle. I'm like, uh-oh, what's going on? Thin walls, shitty room. Not the shittiest I've ever stayed in in my life, but not great. Not great. So we hear a little hustle, and I'm like, oh, boy. And then like people yelling at each other. Like, ah, oh, God. Here we go. And then I'm like, all right, Josh, it's going to be fine. They'll shut up. Then I go to the casino, walk through. See, like, $20 tables? What the fuck? $25 minimum? Fuck this place. So then I'm like, I got to go get some beer. So I walk down, go get some beer at a, at a brewery. I'm like, okay, I'll, get, I'll, 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 I'll spur, splurge. I'll get myself some decent beer. So I got some good beer, four-pack at some local brewery. I don't know. So I get, but my phone's starting to blow up. My wife's calling me. My son's calling me. My son's texting me. My wife is texting me. Come back. Dad, we need you back. Dad, where are you? Oh, fucking motherfucker. So it's like about a 10, 12-minute walk back to the hotel. I'm like, all right, what now? And then I go back to the hotel. I go in, and my wife is just freaking out. She's like, I can't say. They're beating. He's, he's, he's abusing her next door. So I guess when I was gone, the shit really hit the fan in the, in the, in the room next to us. A guy calling this, this uh, person a whore. You fucking slut, you bit. And then you could hear a little kid. You could hear a little kid. Mommy, dad, fuck, shut up. It was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is it? But I guess it was really popping off when I was not there. Did I just say popping off? Jesus Christ. Um, so it was really good, getting bad. And my wife just doesn't handle shit like that well. It probably brings back, her back to childhood trauma. It's just something in her core. A woman getting abused, blah, blah, blah. A bunch of shit. Of course, I get it. I get it. Uh, 
But my son freaks out. He he's anxious. He he just walks out of the room, walking somewhere, and then I'm like, all right, fuck this shit. My you know my daughter's just watching some video on the fucking phone. She doesn't know what's going on. Luckily, but I guess this little kid is now, you know. So I guess they already called the manager. The manager came up and told him to shut up. I guess there's other people trying to tell him to shut up. But I guess I just keep going, keep going, keep going. and these, and I caught a, I caught a glimpse of them. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm stewing. So I, I come outside and I fuck it, we're leaving. We're leaving. We're, I'm going to get another hotel. And a block away from us is another hotel right up the street. A block. Way better hotel. It has a brewery on site where we got a beer earlier. It has cornhole, a fucking uh, ping pong table. It has a, a jacuzzi. And it's just quiet. You could just tell. And I go in there and I fuck it. I manned up. That's what I did. I fucking manned up. And then when I'm leaving, though, the hotel, I'm already pissed. I see the two motherfuckers that are fighting, and there's two younger people talking to them. And you, you guys got to shut the fuck up. Everybody's getting mad at you. You got to shut the fuck up. And when I get out, I look at them. I give them a little, ugh, I give them a fucking Jew Viking scowl, and they look at me like, oh, shit. I'm not a big guy, but when I'm angry, I'm angry. And I think you could tell with my fuck, maybe with my fucking fucked up ears, they think I'm like a UFC fighter. They're like, oh, shit, we can't, he's got like cauliflower ears for no reason. Um, so they see me, and they're like, all right, you just got to shut the fuck up. And they're young. And I catch a glimpse of the guy who's probably beating his fucking girlfriend. He's like 20, 21. And then what I see when I come back upstairs again, I'm bringing a bag downstairs. I'm putting it in the fucking car. I'm like, fuck this place. And my, I see my son coming out of the fucking woodwork. I don't know where the hell he came from on his anxiety walk. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? Ah, he's like, where are you going? I'm, I'm getting that fucking other hotel. So then, uh, then when I come back up the stairs, I see this little girl. It's quiet now. So this is after the hustle and bustle. Everybody telling them to shut the fuck up. The manager came up. Oh, you guys got to shut up. You didn't check in until 7 o'clock. Uh, and then, but this little girl's face, she's just pressed up against the fucking glass, the window. And she's just looking out at me. And I'm like, ah, fuck. That, I, that was the final straw. I'm like, fuck it. I'm getting this hotel. So I just walk over there. I tell my wife, get the shit. Get the shit out of the refrigerator. Get the leftovers. Get the fucking bat. We're going. She's no, no, I don't, no, we can't. I, we, I, I paid for that. I don't give a fuck. Let's go. So then I went to the base camp. Uh, hotel, not the pizza place. I don't even think it's affiliated, but it's called Base Tent. I want to give them props, but it wasn't cheap. I just go there and say, fuck it. Give me two. Do you guys have rooms? Oh, yeah, we got plenty. All right, give me two nights. I don't give a fuck what the costs is. We have a dog. How much is a dog? Oh, $20 flat fee. Fuck it. Yep. You guys accept dogs? Oh, yeah, we do. All right, fuck it. Get it. We go there, quiet room, brewery on site, fucking hot tub works. There's no beating going on with some 21 year old white trash kids with a kid of their own. It's sad. We left them there. I don't know what happened, but of course it's all quiet on the Western Front when we go back to get all of our bags, but I'm like, that's not going to happen. Two in the morning, this shit's going to happen again. I know it. And of course, my wife's all pissed because she got the hotel, and she's like, well, I just wasted money. I'm like, well, try to get it back. Fuck it. Sometimes you just got to take the bull by the horns, bitch. And I felt like a man. I felt like I'm like I took it. I took it. I took the reins and I said, "Fuck it, I'm doing this. I don't give a shit what you're saying. I don't care if you've spent your own. Money. I'm spending my own fucking money on this goddamn hotel because I want to have at least some semblance of a good time in this fucked up goddamn California Tahoe. All right, and I did. So it feels good to man up sometimes. And then my wife later, she's like, "Ah, oh, that's pretty sexy." I'm like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I was bitch." See, now I'm getting ghetto, popping off, calling my wife a bitch. She, she, she's out oh, sexy. Like, yeah, that's what women want. Trans or not, that's what women want. If you have a dick or a puss and you feel like a woman and you feel like a womb, that's what you want a man to take over sometimes. You just want that. You want that rain. You're like, ah. I don't know why. It's just the way the world works. All right. I'm over an hour. Fuck. All right. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next time, man.